Then Samuel took a stone and set it up. He named it Ebenezer, saying, Thus far the Lord has helped us. 1 Samuel 7:12. Dear God, you take such good care of us. Thank you for all the times you have given us just what we needed. Thank you for the blessings that come from your hand. And forgive us for the times when we forget or don't say thank you. Help us to always remember how good you are to us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com slash blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. Israel's Return to God In our last story, we learned how the Philistines put the Ark of God in their temple, but their God statue fell on his face before it. No matter where they put the Ark, that city became cursed. So they sent the Ark away. In this story, we learn how Samuel cried out to God to save them from another attack of the Philistines. And after they are victorious, demand from Samuel they get a king, as inspired by the book of 1 Samuel. Hi again, this is Julia Sadler. Thanks so much for being with me and listening to the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. The Israelites have come to their senses in today's story, and they're turning back to God. They remove all their idols and remember, He is the only true God. Then they're asking Samuel for something they really want, but he's not so sure about it. Let's listen and find out what it is. The Israelites were joyful. The Philistines were being attacked by God for stealing the Ark of God. So the Philistines returned the Ark of God to the Israelites. The Israelites placed the Ark of God in a city called Kiriath-Jerim. The Ark of God stayed there for 20 years. Samuel the prophet noticed that the Israelites were worshiping God again. They realized how important God was and that he was the real living God. Samuel said to the Israelites, If you want to prove that you are fully devoted to God, get rid of all the statues and idols you have of false gods. Only serve God, and he will rescue you from the Philistines. The Israelites listened to Samuel. The Israelites did what Samuel advised and got rid of all their false gods. Samuel wanted to assemble the Israelites at a home base called Mizpah. Mizpah was like a watchtower and an important place to the Israelites. Samuel wanted the Israelites to announce their return to God there. The Israelites listened to Samuel again. The Israelites did what Samuel wanted and assembled at Mizpah. Samuel served as their intercessor and leader. 
the Israelites confessed their sins and repented. Then, somehow, the Philistines discovered the Israelites were at Mizpah. The Philistines wanted revenge on the Israelites. The Israelites found out that the Philistines were coming to attack, and they began to panic. They pleaded to Samuel to keep crying out to God. Samuel listened to the Israelites and did what they said. Also, Samuel made a sacrifice to God, and God ended up listening to Samuel. When the Philistines got near to the Israelites, God created loud thunder. The Philistines got confused and entered a panic. When the Philistines were in a panic, the Israelites attacked them. The Israelites chased down the Philistines for a while. When they were finished, Samuel set up a stone of remembrance. Samuel called the stone Ebenezer, which means, So far the Lord has helped us. Finally, the Philistines stopped attacking Israel. During Samuel's life, God would always help Israel. The Israelites even got some of their old captured towns back from the Philistines. For Samuel's whole life, he was the leader of Israel. During Samuel's life, he chose his own sons as the leaders of Israel. Samuel had been raised by Eli the priest. Samuel was a man of God like Eli the priest was. Samuel's sons were like Eli's sons, because Samuel's sons were evil too. The elders of Israel told Samuel, Your sons are evil and are not like you, Samuel. Give us a king. All the other nations have one. When the elders told Samuel this, he became upset. Samuel prayed to God. God responded to Samuel. The people do not reject you, Samuel. They reject me as their king. They can have a king, but it will not be as good as they believe it will be. Samuel told the people of Israel what God had said. Samuel said to the Israelites, God will give you a king. But the king will demand much from you. He will be a hard king. You will cry to God to get rid of the king. But God will not answer you. The Israelites did not listen to Samuel. They rejected the message Samuel brought from God. The Israelites said, Give us a king. All the other nations have one. Samuel told God what the Israelites had said. God said to Samuel, Listen to the Israelites. Give them a king. Samuel listened to God and did what he said. Way to go, Israel! You remembered the truth and turned back to God. Today we find God's people joyful, thankful, and full of gratitude at the beginning of this story. But by the time it's over, they will be whining and complaining about something they really want from God. Let's talk about what happened. When Samuel noticed that the Israelites were worshiping and praising God more than ever, he must have been so relieved. He knew, and it seemed as though they knew, that the Lord was the one true God, the living God, 
who wanted them to love and follow Him alone. When we turn our hearts to God, it also means we need to do something to show Him we love Him. In Israel's case, that meant giving up all their false gods. So they did. They told God they only wanted to serve Him, and they destroyed their idols. Samuel led God's people into confessing their sin to God and telling Him how sorry they were. They told Him they wanted to come back to Him, and this pleased God. But they just couldn't get rid of those Philistines. Ugh. Their enemies came back to attack God's people, but God protected them. He sent some extra loud thunder to confuse the Philistines, and it worked. As soon as the Philistines heard the boom, the Israelites attacked and won the battle. Then Samuel did something very important in 1 Samuel 7 verse 12. The Bible says that he took a stone and placed it in a special place as an altar to God. This means that he wanted to remember how God helped them that day. The stone would stay there anytime they saw it. They would remember how God saved them from the Philistines that day. Samuel called the stone Ebenezer, which means, this is where the Lord helped us. Samuel was right in doing this. Do you know why? Because it is good to remember when God helps us. Remembering when you were scared, hurt, or in need, and God helped you is good and right. It makes God happy when we consider how good He has been to us, and it makes us happy too. Can you think of some ways right now in which God has been good to you? What has He given you that you really needed? When has He helped you feel better or comforted you? One thing is for sure, we can all remember how God sent His Son to die for us and give us the free gift of heaven. That's something we can think about and thank God for every single day. Samuel was proving to be a good, strong leader for Israel. He listened to God and did what he said to do. But God's chosen people wanted more. They wanted a king. The truth is, God wanted to be their only king. If they would only listen to what he said, they wouldn't need a king on earth. But they begged and begged and begged some more, and God decided to give them what they wanted. Having a king would not exactly turn out the way they were hoping, at first anyway. And as usual, the Israelites would soon learn that doing things God's way is always the best way to do anything. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Don't miss next time because we're going to meet Israel's first crown king. His name is Saul. Now remember, the Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you, and it's all true. If this podcast brought you joy and seems like a valuable tool for kids and parents alike, please share it with someone you care about. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more inspiring stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, 
Unapologetic, God's Truth on today's topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and we have awesome conversations and amazing guests such as Candace Cameron Bray, Vice President Mike Pence, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Shannon Bream, Maddie Pruitt, and so many others. We are helping you have conversations that empower you to have bold faith in a broken world. You'll be excited, inspired, and encouraged in your faith as you check out Unapologetic. Remember that you can tune in wherever you get your podcasts and on Pray.com.